pour up if it's wind down time or grab a nice coffee if you're on the way to work. Whatever you need, make sure you have a drink in your hand before we start this episode. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Thirsty for Therapy. I am Courtney, your forever host, and we're tuning in with a brand new episode. I missed you guys so much last week. Um, happy late Valentine's Day. We didn't record because I really needed to lock in with school and work last week. So I really didn't have my balance was off. I really didn't have the capacity to record. So I missed you guys a lot. And um, this episode is packed with a lot. I'm so happy to be here where you guys are listening and today is my birthday so that's really special for me um I get to share an episode on my special day so that means a lot and I really really wanted to put out last week but sometimes you feel like really really overstimulated and you're not able to produce that's how I was and it just means that I have so many things in my head at one time and I just I just can't like it's overload so I need. I really needed that break. I really needed to step back from everything and just kind of like think about what steps I'm going to do, what I'm going to do next. Like when you have, <clears throat> excuse me, so many different things, you really don't know which one it is at, which order you want to do it in all the time. You don't really know where to start. It's just, it's a lot in your head going on at one time. And sometimes you just have to like go slow. And if that means taking a break from something, then I got to take a break from something. So last week, that was on me. Um, speaking to take a break, I've decided to put my personal business to the side just for a little bit right now. Um, I'm really trying to focus on school so I can get out of there. You know, my graduation date is late June, so I really want to get there, y'all. I really, really want to get there. <laughs> like, I'm tired of school. And it's not even like, oh, I have so much money, so I miss so much homework. Like, it's not even that type of school. It's more so like... I have to do this every single night after work, every single night. It's draining. So I just want to work my head down. And just because your passion phase doesn't mean that you can't pour into a new creation or fall in love with something new. So this podcast is my baby. I don't plan on letting that fall to the wayside. I don't plan on letting anything I do fall to the wayside. But sometimes life just needs a little bit of reevaluating and just like reassessing and seeing what's what's on the radar for me right now, what's peaking, what can I pour into effortlessly, what doesn't feel forced, just to make you more comfortable. I'm not saying you have to like completely drop it, but right now what's best for me is just to put that to the side and focus on things that are really important to me right now. So that'd be school, that'd be work. And of course, this podcast means a lot to me. Um, and, you know, open doors means new opportunities. So it's a great thing to experience and to get into something new. Uh, I really want to focus on focusing, pacing myself, not just jumping, hopping, skipping, running to every single tier that I have on my to-do list. There's no need to do that. There's no need to fast forward your success. You'll find yourself overworked if you rush through the process. Whatever you have going for yourself, you know, you get there in due time. I'm not saying you can't be an overachiever. We all like to check things off of our list, but just take your time. Because sometimes when you try to work too fast, you miss steps or you miss opportunities or there's something that you could have worked on longer. Sometimes patience is a virtue. And sometimes your best work is created over time, not just thrown together all willy-nilly. So pace yourself. We get so caught up in getting to it in this day and age, <clears throat> you know, our hustle culture is so, so big. Like, we got to get up, got to get this money, got to stay focused, got to be motivated, got to um, self-improve. Like, we're so fueled by positive things and motivational sayings, and that's okay. That is 105% okay. You know me, I eat a bowl of self-improvement for breakfast, so I get it. But in all reality, the whole, I was talking to this girl at work and I was explaining to her, well, we were explaining to each other how life is literally, like you're put in life to figure out how to live life. Like you, you have to figure it out. <laughs> like every single day, it's not going to be roses, peaches and cream. It's not going to be 
anything amazing. You know, like every single day is different. Every single day is up and down, up and down, up and down. Like that's literally why we are put here is to go through the motion of life. Now, while you're here, you can make your stamp. You can, you know, blossom into whatever field you want to go into. You can be amazing while you're living life. You don't have to just live it and be a fucking robot and coming to bed, dear. Like you don't have to. I know y'all seen that <laughs> that video. You don't have to live that life. It's just boring because you're just put here to live. You find a way to live it and make it fucking awesome. Like that's literally what it's for to make the best of it. So don't get discouraged because you feel like you're a robot or you're doing the same thing or we have to be so focused all the time. Like we're not always focused. Life is not always perfect. We don't always have everything we need and more. Sometimes we're struggling. Sometimes we don't feel good. Sometimes we don't feel pretty. Sometimes we we're tired. We're lazy. You know, sorry guys. Like there is things that occur in life that just make you feel like you don't want to live it sometimes. Like you want to just take a break and just dip off or go under a rock. And I feel like for me, that feeling comes from being overstimulated. So when I feel like that, I got to just take a break because then I start to feel like I'm overworking myself or like, like I'm a PC computer and, and my damn motor's getting, uh, modem's getting hot and I'm about to explode. So I have to step back and take a second. I just can't keep going and keep like, get at it, get at it, get at it, get at it, get at it. Like constantly, I need a fucking break. I need a moment of silence, peace. And I think that's why I used to meditate so much more because meditation is literally like, it's literally like a trip away when you're really good at it. Now, when I first started meditating, I sucked because I would hear a sound and it would just mess up the whole trance. Like I would just, I would be done. So it definitely is something that you have to perfect over time, but I haven't meditated in a long time, I'm going to be honest. It's been like maybe three months since I've meditated. And I can definitely tell the difference in my body because I get I get overstimulated more often and I have to take these breaks. If I was taking care of myself and doing meditations and playing my singing bowl, doing all that stuff that keeps me at peace, I wouldn't be so frazzled up. I would be able to keep going without needing to take these breaks and unplug myself, you know? So I feel like... If you're a person who has an issue with just feeling like you have a million things going on in your head and you don't know how to silence them, try meditation or like tranquil sounds when you're sleeping or in the morning when you're getting ready. Something to just like relax you before you go into chaos. The world is fucking chaos. The minute I clock in, it's chaos. Like it's never just like a peaceful introduction like, oh, good morning. I have your coffee ready and here's your donut and here's your papers that you have to file today. It's like, boom. For me, it would be like, I had an appointment and it got canceled. and da, 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 da. Like, it's just like, it's immediately a hot ass mess. It doesn't give you time to slide into a peaceful, nice, easy to go in day. Like that song, Easy Like Sunday Morning. Just Sunday morning, because I don't work. Not Monday through Saturday. It's chaos. So with chaos, you got to figure out a way to navigate, navigate through it. I don't put out my best work when I feel like it's thrown together. Like I said earlier, I don't get to sprinkle my full spectrum of creativity on it if I'm just throwing the shit together. I remember when I was little and I would be in art class and I was never good at drawing. I suck. Drawing and painting, I suck. No matter how much I try to practice, I don't know how that works. Like if you're an artist, like if you draw or paint, I don't know if you get better with time of practicing or if you teach yourself how to do it. I don't know how that fucking works, but... I can't draw a stick figure. Somebody gave me a pencil. I don't. I'm not good at drawing. But I used to be in art class, and I would just throw some shit together so the teacher would get out of my face. And it would be the ugliest paintings ever. I think I still have a couple of them just to show people how much I can't draw and paint. Um, I would just throw it together just to be done, and it would be hideous. And that's how I feel about some work, product people's work that I see out here, like, when I say work, I mean, like, whatever your passion is, whatever your calling is, if it's your job, if it's your um, side hobby, whatever, your hustle, if it's thrown together, we can tell. 
we can definitely tell. That's why I feel like put some time into it for sure. It definitely requires time because I'm telling you when shit is thrown together, it is not your pro- your best product to work. And I don't want to release anything to anybody if it's not top tier because it's going to be representation of you and it's going to follow you. And when people see that, they will see you. And not saying that you have to be this perfectionist, but when it comes to something that you're passionate about, how could you not? How could you just sloppily throw it together if it's that important to you? And on behalf of me not being able to draw, I will probably have to change this idea that I came up with. I don't know if I said this in my last episode, but I ordered a leather journal from Tyler's site when he dropped the perfume. And I was like, what am I going to do with this journal? Because I have like five journals. I have one for business. I have one for personal thoughts. I have one for dreams. I have one for podcast ideas. I have several journals. But that journal I haven't wrote in yet. And I was like, well, I'm going to use it when I travel, but I haven't started traveling yet. So I'm not going to use it for that. And plus, when I travel, I don't know if I'm going to want to pull out a pen and write about how I feel. Like for me, writing has to come whenever I feel like doing it. And I just feel like I wouldn't want to feel like doing it on vacation. But I tell myself, like, I'm going to write all my ideas, all my grand scheme ideas in this, like everything that I want to do in my lifetime. Because, like I said, again, back to my original point, we're putting her on life to make a difference. We're putting her on life to do everything that we have our heart desires to want to do. So every single dream, every single fantasy I have in my head, I'm going to put in the journal. But here's the funny part that I won't be able to execute, most likely. I said I was going to draw in it. Y'all, just said I couldn't draw. So I don't think I'll be drawing in that journal, but I definitely want to use it for ideas, whatever way to get those ideas on that paper. That's what I want to use it for. And I feel like I was listening to this thing last week and it was saying that we have, we can have crazy manifestations. We can manifest things and they will come true because of course, manifestation speaking into existence, blah, blah, blah. We know that. But when I say write all my crazy wildest dreams in it, I want to write things down that I really honestly don't even know if I can see them, but I want them, you know? Like once upon a time, I wanted to open a plant nursery or or sell plants or do something with plants. I know that. It's in the back of my head. I'm going to put it in the journal. I feel like that helps me make my passions come true. I would like to think of myself as an innovator or creator. And of course, my passion may not be someone else's. They don't wear it like I do because it's my shit, it's not theirs. So the reason I say this is because I feel like every single tier, let me not use the word tier, every single, um, let's say industry that we enter into, because everyone has a field, everyone has a calling out here, everyone has a profession. Um, in mine, of course, it'd be cosmetics with skincare right now, um, brows, lashes, makeup, hair, like anything beauty, I would say, falls under the category because I'm around it so much. I have friends who do services. I work with people who do services. Um, I help people who come in for services. So I'm constantly around that industry. And we're kind, this is kind of diving into our topic a little bit. I know there will be millions of people who do the exact same work as I, but that still doesn't mean there isn't room for me to be different and share my gift with the world in my own unique way. And the way I say that, I say it so it's defined as being you and doing what you do in the industry doesn't mean that it doesn't have to look like somebody else's, you know? Because a lot of people, like I've been hearing lately, just through going and getting services done or being around people constantly who have their own, it's like they're in competition with each other. And they're always like neck and neck or comparing and contrasting. Or like, I do really good hair, but she got more followers than me because she does this. Or I do really good makeup, but hers looks better only because she uses filters. Like, I just be hearing shit like, why are you comparing yourself to somebody else? If you know your shit's the shit, then post it. You know, like, advertise yourself or toot your own horn. You don't have to put yourself on the top by knocking somebody down three tiers. You feel me? Like, you don't have to take somebody else's credit away to give yourself credit. 
Like it doesn't, you don't have to do that. Like if you really feel like your craft can speak for itself, then do you and don't look about, don't look around to see who's around you doing something similar or who's doing the same thing. There's a million hairstylists in the city. There's a million lash checks, there's a million makeup artists, a million brow artists. Like there's a million spas. Like it's just so much stuff out here. So much dupes. People do the same stuff. Like, but it's okay because at the end of the day, the difference between all of it is there's a person, there's a different person behind each business, behind each booth, whatever. Um, if you have a suite, whatever you do, like there's a different person working, creating different hairstyle, creating a different look, creating different brows like everyone's work can look the same but it's a different person doing the work is my point so however you present your craft to the world you can do it in your own way you don't have to copy you don't have to discredit someone for what they did because you think they try to look like you or you think you would be further if you use filters too like it's never that deep it's never that deep just do you and find a way to be different that way you won't feel so upset when there's another person doing the same thing you do. And a lot of times, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, it's hard to be different um in the industry because like I said, a lot of us do the same exact thing, but all of our shit looks different. It may look similar, but it's different. Nobody can clone you as a person. And as long as you can't be cloned, just know that you'll always be different. But I know it can get frustrating. Like if I'm being completely honest. It irritates my soul when people bite off a of shit and do a terrible job of camouflaging it. It really does. But, and it's one thing to be expi- inspired or put something out that suddenly interests you and it didn't before, but don't lose yourself in somebody else's calling. Don't lose yourself trying to pick ketchup or trying to do something because you saw that it, it appeared like it was easy and you can do it too. You really have to get into knowing yourself when you're putting out work because your work defines you, who you are. So if you're putting out the exact same thing that somebody else did and it's not you, people are going to know. And I'm not saying we should be worried about what people think, but you should be worried about how you feel about yourself. Have have the mindset and the creativity to go the extra mile and create something that is defined, that defines you. Don't mimic somebody else. And you'll be more passionate about it when that way as well. You can find a way to still be you. Because again, like I always say, if you're trying to be me, who's going to be you? It doesn't make sense. And when I was younger, my mom used to always tell me, like, if you're trying to be all of your friends, who's going to be Courtney? Like, who is going to be you? Like, nobody has your exact personality. You can look like me. Crazy thing. I've seen a lot of girls who look similar to me like <laughs> randomly um I guess we all I guess people really can look like to have never seen each other before no type of relation like it's it's crazy you can look like me and we can like similar things we can be interested like in the same shit but we still will not be the same person you can go out and do the same exact thing that I do but you still will not be DNA makeup wise who I am all down to it all down to the science you will not be me And that's the beauty in being different. Like, sometimes when I think about how the world, society does all the same shit, like how we have 8,000 million content creators now, crazy. I think about how every single individual person is still a different person. And that to me, I know this sounds like really gay and stupid. Like, why is she so happy about that? But that to me is like, it makes me feel good because it's like, we're all, we all have a different makeup. We're not all the same people, even though everyone is out here trying to do the exact same fucking thing. Forced, not forced. Like, you could have not have a taste of this shit at all. You could just see somebody doing it, and you're like, well, if they can do it, I can do it too. That's Our world is so big on that now. Like, all those videos saying, get out there and make that content. Don't be embarrassed. If their shit can get millions of views, so can yours. That's very true. But if, you banging your head, if you're banging your head against the wall to try to create something that doesn't flow naturally... Me personally, I wouldn't do it. Sorry. But my point is, even if you do decide to do it, whatever you put out is not going to be that exact same as that person's. It's not because you guys are not the exact same people. You don't have the exact same life. Something is going to be different. 
I'm in love with things that are me. And I guess because we all went through that phase of life where we didn't know who the fuck we were. And you really cherish who you are when you get to the point of life when you're sure of yourself because it took a process to get there. It didn't happen overnight. Once upon a time, nobody knew who they were. Once upon a time, everybody was running with a group of friends that didn't didn't define them, that didn't, you know, they're not a product of you. Everyone was with a crowd that was like, why the fuck is she with him? Why the fuck is he with him? And I guess I'm sensitive about my identity because we don't want to fucking share it with some weirdo who still doesn't know themselves. And let me take that back because I don't want to call somebody who's lost weird because you're not weird. You just literally don't identify. You don't know who you are yet. That's okay. But where I can clean that up is just saying that you'll find yourself over time and you'll find what works best for you and what's comfortable for you. When you get tired of trying to fit in and conform to ways that don't define you, then you will resonate with who you really are in the inside. And believe it or not, my spirituality helped me find myself a lot because I always feel like I'm overstimulated, I'm overstimulated, but like in my head, I have so much in my head that it can be overwhelming. I think myself into a lot of frisk, like crazy scenarios. Like I'm a thinker. Like a lot of shit happens internal. Like you know how the people say like, oh, Pisces live in a fantasy world. It's true. Not to make everything horoscope, but I feel like I dream in my head a lot. I think in my head a lot. Like people could be talking to me and I'll be in my head. Like I just, a lot of shit is in my head and it gets, it gets noisy up there sometimes. So I feel like, um, it just took me so long to quiet my mind to find out who I really was. And that's why I say that spirituality has really helped me shape myself because it it taught me how to be quiet and look and tap in, like look into my inner self. And to me, that's important because like I said, in high school, I didn't know who the fuck I was. I was just doing shit. I was talk, I was being friends with people who didn't have anything in common with me or, you know, you just roll with the punches. You don't, you're not trying to like, everyone's not trying to be themselves when they're young. Everyone has that lost period of their lives. And if you didn't, congratulations. Maybe you're better than the rest of us. Maybe. But at some point, we were all doing shit that did not resonate with who we were. Or we were running with a crowd that was like, mm, that's not really me. Because I know I was. Not afraid to say that. But that's why I guess I'm sensitive about my shit. I guess I'm sensitive about everything that I do because it's like, this is me. And it took me so long, not so long, but it took me, it, it took a process to get here to figure out who I am. So when I figure out who I am and what makes me comfortable, what makes me happy, I just don't want niggas biting off my shit. And I feel like that's how people are with doing hair, with doing nails, lashes, like, you know, this is your craft. If you put time into it and you did it diligently and you paced yourself you took all the right measurements. Like, you did everything to get your shit where it is. You do not want somebody biting off of it. You do not. It's annoying. And any person who puts out product or puts out a piece of creativity and it means a lot to them, they can say that. They can say that it would truly irritate them to be mocked or for someone to not be authentic when you authentically came up with your shit yourself and did the work for it. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying people can't be inspired. That's fine. But make it you. Because when it's you, it's going to mean so much more to you. You're going to be so much more passionate about it when it's not thrown together and when it's not made off of somebody else's blueprint. And there's a song that I like on Tyler's last album and at the end Frank Ocean says and don't fucking bite y'all niggas let us steal that's really where I'm coming from <laughs> like 105% when I heard that I was like okay even as someone who makes music it's like whatever I do if you see it in stuff if you see pieces of it in other people's what they put out and produced you're like uh, cool but it looks familiar feels like me looks like me what is you you know so you really can't I was talking to my friend yesterday 
you really can't worry about what others are doing because you'll lose sight of the big picture for yourself, your success, your future, your happiness, like whatever is in it for you, in it to win it, whatever your calling is, you will literally veer off the road if you're looking at somebody else while you're trying to drive your own car. You will steer off or you'll hit somebody. So with that being said, what's for me is will be mine and you people can't touch that. So if you're a person who just gets sensitive about things that you put out and things that you do, just remember that what's for you is for you, what's for someone else is for someone else. If they're meant to run the same race that you're running, then they'll be there, but it's not a competition. It's not It's not about the finish line. Like whenever you get to the finish line, whenever you get your piece of the pie, that's for you to celebrate. It's not for you to be looking to make sure they don't get that shit too because they can get whatever they want out of this lifetime just as well as you can. Like, And that's why I know my best friend always tells me, like, I know it's a million lash checks, but everybody, A, is a different person, and B, there's enough money for everybody. Like, I know it sounds crazy. Like, there's people going out here, getting into the field every day, but there is enough for everybody. There's so many people, so many places to live, so many faces to see. There's so much money to touch. Like, if we're talking money, it's room for everybody. Just make it you so you don't feel like you're just copying something else. Make your own blueprint. Map out your own plans. Sketch out your own ideas. Make it uniquely you. And I honestly go against the analogy. Crabs in a bucket when I'm creating something special because there's always going to be someone feeding off something you've already done. And if you can have it, they can have it too. Like, and I guess the way I'm using the analogy crabs in a bucket, you know how they say, um, if you have crabs in a bucket, if there's one crab in a bucket, he can climb out, he can climb out and find his way out. But if there's a few others in there with the individual crab and he tries to crawl out, they will literally pull the crab down who's trying to escape. So basically saying like your ass is not getting further than where I am. And which I guess reverse would be if you can have it, I can have it too. Like if I if you can get out and be free, I can get out and be free too. Or if and if I can't, then I'm gonna pull your ass down. And I don't wanna be around no crabs in a bucket type bitches. <laughs> I don't. If I'm making it and you not don't try to slam my ass in no damn seat so I'm not making it. Or don't try to be neck and neck with me and figure out my blueprint so you can do the exact same thing I did to get out. No. I've always been a, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. Whatever it is that you want to do, I'm rooting for you because I would want the same for me. I don't want you to kick me down because I'm further than you. And I guess that's when it, that's what I mean when I, that's important when it comes to friendships and when it's time to select your friend circle, like, and out here working with all these people who do all these things and enhance beauty, do all these things in the industry. Like you have to find people around you who are supportive genuinely because they love and care about you. And if you're not that person, then you don't need to be around me because that's not a character that you want even in your circle, someone to pull you down because you're getting a little bit ahead of them. That's a little bit close that's like jealousy I think and that that shit in itself is jealousy can make you do some crazy shit so I wouldn't want to be around motherfuckers who are like oh you're just getting too close to the finish line let me let me just really back in and tell her that shit is ugly so she can take it down like support people so you can get that good karma back because believe it or not karma's real and you don't want to be out here hating on a person because they're getting further than where you are. When you could, instead of using all that energy to hate, you could be putting it into whatever the fuck you want to do or an event or come up with or start. You using your energy for the wrong shit, basically. It's hard out here because I feel like people mostly move with society, and I sound like my mama. But what's in? What's popular? What who got on? What is everyone doing right now so I can make sure I'm on the same shit? Like, there's no realness to people anymore. We all just do the same shit. We see someone else do. There's no passion behind it. Back to me saying there's a million content creators. I know. I seen that video where that girl was like, I don't care. I'll create content if my mattress is on the floor. 
I get it. But at the same time, we need to be figuring out how to get your mattress on the floor. Because that's crazy. But I just feel like whatever you do, whatever your calling is, and this is all opinionated. I don't want anyone to think that because I'm saying these words, this is the only way you can think or the only way you can live. Everyone has a different opinion. But me personally, I just feel like something that is for me doesn't require that much energy to be for me, if it makes sense. I don't have to go out of my way and force myself to be this person I'm not or force myself to be successful in this field and area that I don't specialize in because everyone else is doing it. I just find what's me and I stick to it. Because it's easier that way. If we can make life easier, let's try to make it easier. You know, it's not easy, but let's not try to take the hard, the high road all the time. It comes naturally, believe it or not. And an example is, I always tell people like, if I was to wear designer, I would wear it because I like the piece that I see. I would wear it because I felt like I was drawn to it or something special to me and I want to buy it. That's why I would wear it. I wouldn't wear it because every single fucking person in the world has it. And that's honestly why a lot of people can't dress because they just wear whatever the fuck they see their favorite rapper wearing or their favorite artist wearing or whatever the fuck is popular right now or hot right now. And when you're younger, you know, that's something we all had our baby fat tracksuit. Um, I don't know what else, what other brand was popular when I was younger. I really can't remember. Whatever. I know baby fat was big. Juicy Couture was big when I was in high school. I mean, middle school. We all wore our shit all down to our favorite Aeropostale A87 t-shirt. Like, that's different. We young. But as an adult, I feel like when it comes to buying something that's thousands and thousands of dollars and you clearing out accounts to fake the funk is out absolutely outrageous. It is ridiculous. And it's a common message. I feel like saying this is so common, but because we should have gone over this back in high school, but it's still happening. And... I feel like, back to me working in cosmetics, I feel like it's triggering to me sometimes because I'm around so many weird-ass, disturbing energies. And it can be draining at times. So, I have a point with this, y'all. I'm going somewhere. I just lost my train of thought. Basically, what I'm trying to say is you realize who you are and you attract that same person. I attract, I attract a lot of myself, so I have to be careful with who I become, and that's for anyone. Out here in the world, you adapt your clientele based off of your persona first, and also it, also what your services you do also plays a part into it too, but you can also keep your circle clean by just being an overall well-rounded, good-shaped, well-rounded person. I hope I said that right, because then you'll attract a lot of yourself. And it's natural for society to have some effect on us, but it's very much controllable. Like it's natural for us to kind of like form and conform in the ways of the world, but we can act, we can still steer ourselves in the direction that we want to go. That's why it's important to find your wings and know yourself because that's just going to be a product of what you're around 24 seven. And no one's who they say they are 50% of the time. And out here I've realized recently that so many people have freaking body dysmorphia to some extent and this is where I get into like energies and people projecting themselves onto you and when I say body dysmorphia I'm simply talking about people who are never satisfied with themselves and constantly trying to change their appearance like all the time it's like you become it's like visualize yourself going to a place to enhance your beauty to feel better like you know, you book an appointment for makeup, you get your brows done. Um, some people get cosmetic injectables. Some people get body contouring done because they're not happy with how they look. And then, you know, you get deeper and deeper into it and you realize that this may be an actual problem. Nine times out of ten, it's filled from somewhere it shouldn't be coming from. Like, I'm not saying you can't go out here and enhance yourself because I love 
self-enhancements. I love makeup. I love lashes. I love being pretty. I love getting my hair done. I love, 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 love pampering myself and looking pretty. Absolutely. But sometimes it can come from an insecurity. And most sometimes it can be from dealing with a shitty person who makes you feel like you're not good enough or you're that person that wants these enhancements to attract folks that make you feel good about yourself. So you're doing these enhancements to attract this person or attract whatever or attract a certain type of crowd, attract a certain type of friendship. Or you're that person who really wants to make a change for you. That's the one that least likely you'll come across out here with the enhancements. But the difference from the last person that I just mentioned, the person who wants it for them, in comparison with the first two, that person probably did the inner fucking work first. And when I say that, I'm talking about people don't look into themselves out here first. And I guess that's why sometimes being around so many unsure lost souls can become kind of icky. Because it's like, you are running out here to make yourself appealing or running out here to make yourself feel good by buying this and putting this on or getting this done. But you didn't do anything on the inside yet. Like, what about it in the inside is telling you that? you need that or you don't look a certain way or have you sat with yourself and dug deep and had this talk, this self-talk before you run out here and get these beauty enhancements? Are you okay with yourself mentally? Is there anything mental going on in there before I go do this, you know? Or am I just doing it because I saw my favorite celebrity do it? Or am I just doing it because I know if I had this, I would attract everybody. And it's funny because like, I see so much ignorance on the on the net, Ugh. like so much ignorance. And I saw this one thing. It was like a it was like a Twitter thread, and it was saying like, "Oh, my friends thought that I was gonna have the niggas on me because I got my body done." And the girl was like, "Honestly, it has not. If not, it has not changed, but it it may have be worse. Like I may be attracting worse." And I was like, "Yeah, what did you expect? Like, did you think that they were gonna be busting down your wall because you got the same body that everybody on TV has?" They can get that shit from anywhere. And I mean, I wouldn't say that shit from anywhere. Like, it's, like, repulsive or I don't. I'm against it because do you, boo, if you got the money to pay for that BBL, then cash out. But I personally think if you're going to get it because you think you're going to attract a man, that's crazy. It just depends on why. Now, if your butt is flat as SpongeBob and you always wanted to look curved, I understand. You know? Body enhancement. Like I said, if you got the money, cash out. But... If you're doing it because you think that you're going to meet your husband, that's maybe we should we should we should talk about your mental. We need to sit down and talk about why you think this ass is going to get you that. Like it's it shouldn't be filled from that. And celebrities do it and they're happy. You know, we see celebrities on the outside. We don't see celebrities on the inside. We don't know if they did the inner work. They probably didn't. That's why a lot of them be in the media for bullshit. But that's when I that's when I say, like, are you doing the inner work? That's what I'm talking about. Like, is there anything going on there that we need to sit down and discuss before you run off and get this enhancement thinking it's going to make your entire life better in every single area? Because it has absolutely fucking nothing to do with that. That is a mind state and a mindset. And I can talk the talk because I walk the walk. I know who I am. So to me, these these are like simple beauty enhancements. Like I've had under eye filler um I've had things done like I wouldn't say drastic things I think under eye filler is the only thing in the cosmetic energy that would be considered drastic that I've gotten done um and it's funny because back to ignorant people I remember something about I was posting something about fill oh I was talking to this guy about filler and he was like is your body real <sighs> ignorant see what I mean and a lot of times people are like, oh, I, w- I wouldn't tell somebody what I got done. But I don't really have shame in my game because I don't I don't have an issue with identifying myself. I don't have an issue with, I don't have the slightest bit of body dysmorphia. I mean, sometimes I can think I'm bigger than I actually am, but I don't really have that issue. So I'm not ashamed to say I've had this done or I would get that done or, you know, it just doesn't bother me. Like some people be like, you got that done? Yeah. Like it just, it doesn't. And... I've done the work to become happy with my inner self so I don't project nasty-ass energy off into other people who don't have shit to do with my unhappiness. Like, 
I wouldn't be that person that's like, well, I get filler done every single month, but I'm just a fucking bitch because I'm just not happy with myself. And I keep coming back to get these lips blowed up and I'm still not happy. And now, bitch, I look worse than the Claremont twins and I'm just projecting my nasty ass energy off on everybody else because I still can't figure out how to be happy even though I'm paying thousands of dollars to make myself appear a certain way, to make myself attract a certain type of people, certain type of man, whatever it is. It'd be some stupid shit out here, y'all. Just crazy. How people can do so much and still not be happy with themselves. Spend so much money and still not be happy with themselves. My spirit auntie always told me when I first started working at my job, because I used to be really bad at like containing my anger and like not projecting somebody else's ugly that they projected on me back onto them. I used to be so bad at that. I used to have to get up and like walk off or get off and go in the office and sit in there for 30 minutes. Like I used to be bad at this shit, y'all. I could not deal with people at all. But she really taught me to not let people project their emotions and energy onto me because it's contagious. And that's what I mean when I say like not send them back that nasty ass energy they just gave me because they were just unhappy. Like people are cuckoo for fucking Cocoa Puffs in the cosmetic industry. And... You got to look at them past whatever they're throwing at you. Look deep within it and see the ugly. Though it's been projected on you, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. You have to look at them. Why are they coming in here? Why are they acting like that? What is wrong with them? And it's something going on on the inside. And once you realize that, you don't you don't even necessarily have to sit down and, and talk with them and counsel them and figure out what's the problem because, bitch, I ain't in my business. You just coming in here, it's upset. But once you realize that, you really just let that shit go. You be like, okay, you got issues or you got some shit going on or it's not a good day for you or you're just not happy with yourself. That's my favorite line to say to people when they just haul off and do absolutely, absolute crazy shit. I just be like, you are not happy with yourself and that's okay. I hope you have a nice day. I'm going to pray for you. Like, that's literally my favorite line. Um, you don't want to be the character in the story with the nasty ass energy either. So get right with yourself. Which goes back to me saying, like, all these things people are doing for themselves, doing to themselves, buying, hoping and wishing that it'll make them valid or make them attract something. I don't know what the fuck they're doing it for, but go out here and find what makes you happy so you can become a better human being. Seriously, like, no funny shit. I know it sounds dramatic, but go out here and figure out what identifies with you so you can be a better fucking person, bruh. Like, do not project that nasty ass shit on somebody else. And don't think because you hopping and skipping in everybody's chair, getting services done, that it's going to make you feel good about yourself. This is some inner work. Sometimes it requires a little deeper. If that nigga not cutting it, cut him off. If that job don't pay enough, get your ass on Indeed. If that friend keeps um, dumping their load on you, stop answering the phone. If your relatives bring drama, no more Sunday dinner. Don't allow someone to project their shit onto you. And I promise you, you will enjoy life so much more. Because it'll be easier. It's not easy, but there is ways that you can make it easier. And if you're lost, if you're the lost person or if you're the angry soul that is doing the projecting, it's time to do some searching. It's time to do some digging. I don't shove religion down anybody's throat. I don't shove spirituality down anybody's throat. But sometimes these things can just help you get back into your zone of figuring out what's best for you and figuring out what makes you feel good, figuring out this, the key to your happiness, figuring out how to make everything calm so you're able to just find your way into being who you are and finding that person. It does give you a sense of a roadmap. Like, like I say all the time, like there's no exact blueprint on how to get throughout life, but sometimes there is things that can kind of get you on track with yourself. And honestly, I was telling Yana yesterday that I thought about deactivating my social media just to run from low vibrational shit. But honestly, there's no escaping it in the world. It's every fucking where. And that's why I'm always preaching like safe places and serene environments when it comes to your home because that's the only place you can honestly shut the world out. I'm so big on making my home my space and I love it. I love being here because out there, there's ignorance, there's low vibrational shit, there's stupid shit, there's crazy shit, there's annoying shit. There's people who don't know themselves and, like I said earlier, try to project it onto you, project their nasty ass energy onto you, their anger, their resentment, whatever the fuck they got going on. They try to put that shit on you. 
but he in your home, who the fuck gonna do that? And it's just you. And if it's not just you, whoever's house you in, when you shut your door and you go into your bubble, it's just you. There is ways for it to just be you and to silence the world. You can't run from, unfortunately, you can't run from people who don't do the inner work. But you can choose who you spend your time with and dedicate yourself to. And, you know, outside of work life, outside of when we're talking extracurricular, you can, you have a choice. So make that choice wisely. Because you can't run from that shit out here in the world. When you go to work, when you go to class, when you go pump gas. And there's a weird a weirdo across across you asking to hold your gas pump like that's that's low vibrational like it's literally everywhere like it's out here and it's triggering and instead of running from my triggers what I've been trying to do lately is trying to figure out a way to navigate through them and deal with them and reassess them versus being like I'm shutting myself off from everything and sometimes it does call for I'm shutting myself off from everything some people take social media breaks And that may just be what I need. But one thing I would say to to wrap up this episode is just if you have a space, make it safe, make it yours, make it comfortable, make it peace. And just go there whenever you get tired of dealing with the world and dealing with all this, all these people who don't work on themselves. Because one thing about people who have no identity and people who bite off shit and people who can't be their own innovator who can't be spontaneous and create shit or people who lost don't know themselves the whole nine yards they didn't do the inner work most of the time and you did and that's why you're so sensitive about your shit that identifies you your identity your characteristics your traits because you did the work and they think they can just get out here and get the same thing you got without doing the work so it triggers it triggers me it triggers it would trigger anybody but applaud yourself for doing the work and whenever life gets hard, just go into your bubble, go into your safe place and come back out when you feel like it. You always got to come back out, but you can know how to navigate through it. That's what I'm doing day by day. And sometimes it's hard, but there is tools to doing that. Like I always say, I think I mentioned in the first episode when I introduced Darcy for therapy, I was talking about things that make me feel good or make me feel like I get tired of. Sometimes I get tired of hearing music. Sometimes I get tired of, you know, calling people on the phone, talking about shit. I just want silence or I just want to do something solo dolo. Reading, listening to podcasts. I plant I plant plants. Um, I journal. I watch movies alone. Like I do things solo double sometimes to keep myself at peace. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. If you're a person who likes to exercise, go out here, get gym membership, get your outlet. You can still go out in the world and not be of the world and not participate in low vibrational shit. And if you want to be low vibrational sometimes and hit up a club and you know party hop whatever it is you do I wouldn't say partying is low vibrational but to a certain extent it can be but whatever you want to do do that do what makes you you but when it comes to projecting energy I want to be that person who's putting out good energy and for the world not the person who is back fighting demons on their inner self you know but that pretty much sums up our topic for today. I hope you guys enjoyed that because I've been holding that in for two weeks. I didn't realize that <laughs> not recording on the 14th would be would mean I have so much to say. But it does because that's like 14 days without saying anything. Or I haven't journaled either. So 14 days without saying anything or writing anything. I did celebrate my birthday um, this last weekend that just passed on Saturday. It was fun. And I want to talk about what being 25 felt like. And it's funny because, like, me and my best, my best friend always jokes and be like, you're, you're 30. Like, girl, stop saying it. Even though I started saying it first. But 25 feels like, 25 honestly felt really, I know this sounds dramatic, but really grown. Like, I've grown so much over the years and 
25 just felt different, you know, like everything else just passed, 24 passed, 23 passed, 22, 21 was special because of course you can drink legally, but 25 felt really different because I know normally I bring in my birthday like, oh, let's turn up, I'm going to be drunk till midnight, you know, like it felt much more mature and it felt like, it feels like I'm going somewhere. Like even I was on the phone last night when the clock struck 12 and I was just like, I'm doing show notes and 25 just got here. <laughs> like it was different, but I like it because I feel like my life is a lot more calm now and I can't deal with things that are too overwhelming right now. Like I did go out last weekend. I really enjoyed myself because I was around my friends and I don't get out much like I used to, but even with that, I enjoyed it for that moment, but I know that in the 25 and going on like throughout the year, that won't be something that I do every single month because it's just not, it doesn't define me anymore. But the things that I really enjoy doing, I feel like I'm moving into being okay with that. Like 25 is, 25 is making me realize like I'm okay being simple. I'm okay being subtle. I'm okay just doing what feels like me. I'm okay. You know, like it doesn't feel like I'm battling to figure out who I am. It feels like I know who I am and I'm just walking with purpose. I look forward to blowing this podcast up. I look forward to um, getting into my field and becoming a great esthetician to help people with their skin. I look forward to just spreading my knowledge and my wisdom along the way, still doing things that I enjoy doing, whatever makes me feel comfortable. I enjoy times with my family and friends. I'm sorry, not enjoy. I enjoy. I look forward to time with my family and friends and just doing whatever feels like me. I feel like I have a different, I have different grand schemes every single year or I have something that excites me every single year. So just pouring into whatever defines me. I look forward to that. And being surrounded by people who love me made me feel really good this past weekend. And of course, birthdays are always special, but this is the first birthday, again, repeating what I said earlier, where I feel like I actually turned a different age. Like, you know how people be like, oh, when the strike, when the clock strikes, da 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 like literally the number goes up. That's how I felt. Like, it feels like I could felt, I felt the four change into a five. I felt it. <laughs> so this is 25, y'all. There's so much more to come and I'm excited. But I hope you all have a great day. I have a list of things that are doing, that I'm doing today. So... I better go ahead and get my day started. Um, if you guys enjoyed the show, please leave ratings and reviews. And I'm going to have the email in the show notes so you guys can send in any submission submission questions. I can upload those to Instagram. And any topic ideas, any advice you would like, anything, just email it to me. I love reading those from you guys. And this is all for today. Again, I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time.